5 p.m. You're listening to Breakthrough News, and this is The Punch Out. We're following the news all day so you don't have to, giving you everything you need to know about what's in the headlines and what should be. And we're back with you here on The Punch Out 12-16-2020, Wednesday, halfway through the week. We've got a lot for you, hopefully able to enlighten you here a little bit about some of the things that are in the headlines or should be in the headlines, a little bit of a context about all of them. We've got uh, public health in Africa getting a boost from China. Uh, good story there for sure, no doubt about it. Uh, the LAPD killer of Daniel Hernandez, he was gunned down earlier this year, in April of this year. Uh, well, she it may be in some, some legal trouble, that's for sure, the cop who killed her, uh, who killed him, Daniel Hernandez, that is. And in Chicago, the cops tried to and failed to hide the uh, really a botched raid and the ripple effects from that botched raid as the video has come out and caused mass outrage around the country. I just want to note, before we get to the Chicago story, at the top of that story and at the top of the second story about the LAPD, there's going to be some sounds of police violence and, and, and brutality there. And I think you know it's important for people uh, to know that that's going to be coming up. So if that's uh, just, just note that some some tough, some tough beginnings here, from tough situations, quite frankly, uh, all around the country. So first to Chicago. And that was Anjanette Young, and she was being brutalized by police in her Chicago home, uh, as you uh, were hearing there. Her home was mistakenly raided by police there in Chicago, who then proceeded to handcuff her, 50-year-old social worker. She was naked at the time. Uh, the, the, at some point, they had their guns drawn. They're refusing to give her any real information. They're not allowing her to dress as nine officers are searching her apartment. The whole thing's on video. Again, they have her handcuffed naked in her own apartment. It's the wrong apartment. Now, the raid actually happened in 2019 and Miss Young has been fighting for two years to have this video released. And of course, the police have been fighting and the city have been fighting not to release it. And as the video was set to emerge this week, Mayor Lori Lightfoot, who, by the way, came in as a mayor touting her uh, wanting to work on quote-unquote police reform and having that as, as one of her, her main tasks as she comes in as mayor. So, Mayor Lori Lightfoot, she has her city lawyers go to court late at night in an attempt to file an injunction to prevent CBS2 in Chicago from releasing the information, something that, of course, the courts rejected, and now we've seen the video. And after seeing the video, quite frankly, no wonder they want to cover it up, as the entire video shows the police humiliating and patronizing this woman for no reason at all and maximizing the humiliation by keeping her handcuffed and naked. It's completely disgusting. CBS2 estimates she told officers 43 times, 43 times they were in the wrong home, but they didn't even attempt to check. And here's what makes it all the more galling. Not only were they in the wrong place because they didn't double check the address they got from some snitch, but the person they were actually looking for was wearing an ankle monitor, meaning they could have tracked the person to the exact location they were. But again, they didn't even check. They just decided to do whatever they wanted to do, consequences be damned, and then rather than admit their mistake after they kicked down the door, they proceed to brutally criminalize someone in their own home. And here is Ms. Young in her own words describing to CBS to in an interview how she felt in the moment. I felt so violated. And here it is, this man who's walking up to me and putting me in handcuffs, and I have no clothes on. And you're just standing there. 
and I'm just standing there. I mean, terrified, humiliated, not even understanding why in that moment that this is happening to me. And again, Miss Anjanette Young, uh, there's brutalized by Chicago police. And the Chicago police are now claiming that these officers will be disciplined. Okay, right. We'll see about that. The fact of the matter is that this kind of behavior is indicative of the very low premium police in the United States put on people's basic human rights. And, and you know, raids like this, traffic stops, foot stops especially, are the sites of mass humiliations for tens of millions of mostly black and brown people in this country on the daily. But despite how disgusting it is, we have to note that the Democrats who are claiming all year in these various elections that they're the answer to addressing these problems, well, they control the Chicago Police Department already, and here we can see the results. And that was, uh, well, the sound of LAPD officer Tony McBride murdering Daniel Hernandez in April of this year. Uh, it's out in Los Angeles. Yesterday, the L.A. Police Commission found the last two shots you heard there were unjustified, but that the first four in their four-to-one decision, in their view, met the incredibly low standard for the being justified, whatever that means. And this is the latest turn in a very high-profile case here that could become even more high-profile across the country, not just in California, depending on the fallout from yesterday's commission decision. Now, Officer McBride is the daughter of one of the top leaders of the L.A. Police Protective League. That's the police union, so already something right there. But she herself has a pretty high profile already as a gun rights enthusiast, if you will, with a enthusiast, if you will, with a sort of model slash Annie Oakley, Wild West type persona that certainly proved popular with other cops and some gun owners. So from the jump, the shooting drew serious complaints from the Hernandez family and, quite frankly, the broader community as indicative of the broader shoot first, ask questions later, militarized police mentality. The video shows that Hernandez was quite quite far from McBride when she started shooting. He, he had a box cutter, but it isn't exactly clear what was going on. He moves towards McBride. She shoots twice. He gets up after going down. She shoots twice more. Then he goes down again. And then inex... You want to say inexplicably, but maybe at this point we shouldn't be saying that. She fires two more times. And, and honestly, when you see it, 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 the last... And it's all bad, but the last shot is just particularly egregious in terms of... He was obviously down. Uh, in other words, there's plenty to question about this shooting. However, in what looked like an outright cover-up before the commission... Uh, met on this issue, the police chief just bucked the recommendations of his own staff and declared the entire shooting justified in what to just about everybody looked like a favor to a powerful police union official. Now, the L.A. Police Commission report dovetails with the staff recommendations there, but it carries no teeth. The police chief, who again already said this was justified, uh, still has to determine and set his punishment and that could be zero. And again, he says this is justified. The California Attorney General is investigating the case criminally. They took it up after former L.A. Uh, D.A. Jackie Lacey, who took millions of dollars from the police union in her last uh, re-election race, she lost, by the way, uh, for someone who was criticizing a lot of these sort of police uh, abuses and things of that nature. Um, nevertheless, she recused herself. California AG took over. Clearly, the commission ruling, while not directly related to the AG case, makes it a lot harder for the AG not to bring some sort of case here, though. So keep this one on your radar. It, it really hits right on all the fault lines surrounding police terrorism. The AG's charging to 
decision is right at the heart of whether or not the Democrats who claim they want to do something about this issue and that people should vote for them because of it, whether they will, in fact, do anything about this. And of course, it involves someone very highly connected in the police union realm in L.A. and really around the country. And it'll draw a lot of attention and I think really be indicative of where we could be going as it concerns the so-called move towards more police accountability that at least some politicians claims they're moving towards. We'll see here in 2021. Well, groundbreaking started this week on a new headquarters for the African Centers for Disease Control, an African Union entity designed to coordinate and boost public health efforts across the continent. The South China Morning Post notes that the building will include an emergency operations center, a data center, a laboratory, a resource center, briefing rooms, a training center, a conference center, offices, and expatriate flats. And all of this, by the way, is being built, furnished, and equipped by the Chinese government for free. Yep, that's right. China has noted that it will soon start breaking ground on five regional collaboration centers as well in Egypt, Gabon, Kenya, Nigeria, and Zambia. (laughs) You know, even more notable about this, this was originally supposed to be a U.S.-Chinese collaboration working together to boost public health in Africa, but the U.S. just straight up dropped out of the project completely a couple years ago, and now it started trashing it, claiming China is using it to spy on African nations and now threatening non-cooperation with African CDC projects, so basically torpedoing torpedoing public health, or at least potentially torpedoing public health in Africa, all on the backs of this ridiculous anti-China stance. It comes at a time where China has been working with African nations to help them secure access to the vaccine to COVID-19. For instance, Chinese company Kanio, I think I said that correctly, I'm sorry, I apologize for that. Anyway, working with the Ethiopian Airlines has established a dedicated vaccine transport corridor with tens of thousands of feet of cold storage space on the African end to help both deliver and distribute the vaccine all across the continent. China has 200 medical experts on the continent right now and has provided 400 tons of aid. And and the reason I call the China policy ridiculous is here we are in the pandemic showing the value of global cooperation more than ever. You've got climate change showing the value of global cooperation more than ever. So many other major global challenges from poverty to hunger to nuclear non-proliferation. And somehow, some way, the U.S. is choosing to demonize the U.S. government, at least the country who's most promoting global cooperation on shared challenges. There's a lot of things that you could say about China, but you have to ask yourself, is that sort of new Cold War style of politics really in anyone's interest? Certainly when looking at the African Centers for Disease Control and their attempt to ramp up their abilities to address public health crises in the uh, in and on the continent of Africa, I should say, it certainly seems clear to not be in anyone's interest. That's the punch out for today. We're with you Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. here in New York, East Coast Standard Time, 2 p.m. in Los Angeles, Pacific Standard Time, and 9 p.m. GMT. And of course, you can support everything we do here at Breakthrough News at patreon.com slash breakthrough news. It's your patronage that keeps all of our offerings here at Breakthrough News moving forward. And of course, you can check us out across all your social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at BT Newsroom.